Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. God bless you. And that is a blessing. You are a blessing. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. My sister, how are you? I'm well, holding down the fort with praise and worship. Well, you just go ahead on and do a little bit. Give me some more praise and worship. Let me get my morning cups here going on. And by the time I get into brewing, hallelujah, we can come back with our Prayer. How about that? Is that all right this morning, my sister? That's all right. Well, I honor you and I appreciate you on this Memorial Monday. Hallelujah. I wish I was uh, uh, down there where you at. We'd be doing a program live, sitting down at us a table prepared for us this morning where we could feast. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, thank you very, very much, my sister.
Christ. Now do you believe? I remember the day you found me. I was incomplete. My hope was lost and fading fast. A thirst we couldn't find relief. And all of a sudden I fell out of nowhere. A rushing mighty wind. It changed my heart, renewed my mind. And now I have peace within. Whoa. been the same, although I've had many ups and downs, your love for me has never changed, this brand new life that I have in you, has been the open door, to peace and joy and happiness, to think there is Good morning, my sister, again. How are you? 
VP. We be. That's right. It's no longer you. Hallelujah. But someone else moved in, and the you moved out, and the he moved in. Hallelujah. Man, I'm so grateful this morning that my alarm clock is the most high. I roll over. I said, honey, what time is I'm missing my program? 6.59. He can come. I usually come earlier, but hallelujah, I'm talking about when he say he can show up, not a moment too soon, he can show up uh, a, a second, not a minute, a second before death or whatever it is trying to come in and trying to uh, uh, persuade the human. You know, I, I, I really look around at this uh, this thing about being human, and there's a serious indictment this morning, that there has been an all-out war unleashed against humans, and that goes for any people anywhere around the world. If you are breathing and you have a heart and you in this body and you have a soul and a spirit, then, my friend, today... If you know him, you are in trouble. But if you stay, if you stay with him, your trouble won't last always. The Bible declares that joy will come in the morning. Hallelujah. He said he take pleasure in fulfilling our needs. He says it, it does him great pleasure and gives him much joy. So we're here this morning. Hallelujah. First and foremost, I want to thank the Lord of God, amen, this wonderful, powerful producer that God has given us, and we don't take her lightly for the work that she do and the things she do. You know, we know that they call it a point-and-click woman, but, you know, it's one thing when you're doing something, and it's another thing when it becomes a battle for you to just do what you do. You know, mm-hmm. how to do what... God has called you to do. When we were in the world, the Bible said, Lord, let me get the, get, get the prayer. The Bible said our emotions were in sin. So that's all we knew was sin. Uh, before we uh, decided that we want to do things within righteousness, you know, there's a word called righteousness that he has put forth for us to not just talk about it and and understand what it means and read about it. But he wants that to be, hallelujah, he wants that to be you. He said, I am put, he said, I am put righteousness. You know, he didn't just uh, uh, cause man to come up with a word. And and they wrote it and penned it in a book. And uh, and that's it. You know, we, we read the word like it's just any old type of book. You know, we, we we put it in the same equations we put some like inquired. The only difference is we really go into the book because we feel that we need we need to know what the book is saying and we and we're searching. We're searching. When we go to the book, when we come to this book, we're coming only because we're searching for something, you know, that we have not yet obtained. But it's all right, hallelujah. It's all right this morning because I know without a shadow of a doubt 
that he is alive and well. He make you want to do right when you don't even, you're not even concerned. You 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 want to do you sometimes, but even in the midst of doing you, you find yourself still working for the king. Never a day off. And I'm glad about it. Is somebody glad about working for the king this morning and knowing that that reward? You know, people say when I get to heaven, I get a reward every day, every day, every day. I am a benefactor of his blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's get cleared up here. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we have made it up to a memorial day wherein we, the people, that are here in America. Uh, there are a lot of people that are here that's not from America, but have a lot to do with the memorial. The 70, 71st, seven, seven, what is it, 71 years, 71 years when America had their incident war. I'm grateful today for our president going out of humanity. You know, he did a humanity thing to go and to put a wreath in that memorial over there because there were 80, there were more than 80,000 people, but you know, Man always put a number, but anyhow, we'll stick with their number. But we'll say there were countless lives lost, all because of man. Man, man, he wants to fight. He, he wants to fight. Uh, There's so many things that's happening here in the earth, not just here in Houston, Texas. But if everyone would call in and would tell us what happened upon yesterday in that city, that town, that state, we would never be able to to close the service because there would be so many things happening in one place until 15, 20 people would come and testify of the thing that happened in that place. But as I look around this morning, I could see that he still holds the sun, the moon, and the stars. And I'm glad about it. Hallelujah. I am glad about that. I don't have to worry about when I lay down, you know, uh, uh, whether or not my house is going to be swept away. Hallelujah. And am I going to go downstream with it, or do I need to leave my house this morning? Hallelujah. Let us go into prayer, because there's a few things I want to remind you all of that we need prayer here as well as prayer in the Carolinas for this water. Water is out of control. Father, we come this morning for no shape, form, or fashion, but we come because man needs answers, Father. 
as the disciples sit at the mount, and they asked you, Father, they said, when will this be, and what will be the sign of your coming? And you gave them an answer. Father, I thank you this morning that you have the answer to every situation. You promise not to put no mourners than we can bear. Some are sick, blind, halt, maimed. Some on life support and all type of tragedies all around the world. But we know that we're going to have to trust you this morning and have faith to believe that you're able. And as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, and even if you don't deliver, we still will not be conquered by the enemy. So it was then, so it is this morning, Father. You've already conquered death and the grave. Now, Father, move us into faith to believe that if we can believe that all things are possible through you, Father, through Christ Jesus, through Yahshua, that you're able this morning forgive us of our many sins and transgressions, we draw near to you this morning. We ask you to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. Create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit in us this morning. Let our lips be declaring that you are Lord and beside you that there is no other. Lord, we know you create, Lord, and you pull down and you put up. Father, we ask this morning that you would send forth your anointing, your angels, your uh, your, 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 your cherubims that is of you, holy and pure and clean. And if you would just bless us this morning with the word from on high, that the people, hearts and minds will be changed and delivered and made free. We're going to continue to give you praise, glory, and honor because you deserve the glory. We thank you. We worship you. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing, what you did, and what you're getting ready to do right now. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in your darling son, Yah. Jesus to Christ. We give you the glory now. Selah and Amen. Uh, hallelujah. We made it back again this morning. Hallelujah. God bless you all for taking time out of your early schedule. God bless our producer, amen, Tyler, as he get up and put the program on uh, very, very, very early, sometime as early as 4 a.m. We thank her, amen, for standing in the gap. The Lord knows how to stand, so, and that's what we, 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 we have here this morning is no one wants to stand. Everyone wants to drift away, fall away, lay down and sleep too long, all because of what you got to do. You know, I I, I was listening to um, Ralph W. West, Pastor Ralph W. West, Church Without Walls, and he was telling the people how that the people uh, in the earlier days, they, they were poor. They, they they were in poverty. 
But when the man of God spoke and told them the need for the body, the need that was needed for the body, out of their poverty, they gave, and they gave nearly a, a billion dollars with the worth of uh, what they were given, but they were in poverty. They were in poverty, and they gave. You know, I don't want to get on to, to that because that's not what the Lord wanted me to talk about this morning. But I, I, I do want to just say uh, about that. Here we are today. We have homes, cars, and all these other luxuries. And we won't even give out of our abundance, let alone give out of our needs. And as I was listening to him with the message, I said, Lord, he needs to just go home with the people and tell the people, you know, the whole scenario of giving. You know, the whole scenario of giving, it wasn't so much for the peoples to be a blessing to one another. It was that also, but not as important as our giving is really, really, really where our heart is at. Our giving is really the who we are because you're either going to have charity or you're not. And when it comes to giving, a person is always open and they're reaching with their hands wide open. But some of us, we're only reaching because we're reaching for what we want. And we got our hands closed even when we reach it because they're full. They're full of our own ideas on what God uh, said. I'm glad to have his spirit this morning because when you have the spirit of the Lord, he humbles you. He takes over you. He leads and guides you. He speaks to you through this book. A lot of times, people say, well, I don't hear from God. You could be right. If you just sit down and you want to talk to God, uh, first you got to have his spirit. You won't be able to discern who's talking to you if he did come and talk to you, you know, because Satan can transform himself as an angel of light. So you may be having a conversation with the enemy. But if you take this book and you look in the book the law of liberty and you find out what the law is saying, what the book is saying, then you kind of base your conversation on who you're talking to because you won't get it twisted because Satan, he don't come with with righteousness like, uh, no I wouldn't slap her if I was you I wouldn't steal that if I was you. Satan be like, they robbed him from you all anyhow. Take it. They wouldn't miss it anyhow. They got plenty of those. Go ahead on and and rob them, man. There's no one standing there. Satan is not about your righteousness at all. 
He's wrong, rational, and he's a liar. He's the father of lies. So here we are this morning. We're going down. We're going down the line on some issues. You know, real live events is what I call them. As I begin to witness to people, uh, first I lure them in talking about anything. I may talk about Donald Trump, how much I like him. I like Donald Trump. And the reason I like him because he's brave. That's all I like about him is his bravery. I don't like his demeanor because that is a controlling spirit, and we do need to lift him up and pray for him because a man with the power that he has, he most certainly need to be walking it out with the Savior so that he can love everybody. You know, we don't have anything against our Israelite brothers, Hispanics. You know, we have nothing against them, and no one should have anything against them because they are the same as we are, whom came enslaved and built America. They and we build America as well as the tombs in Egypt. So if these peoples have worked with their hands, wouldn't you think they could decide to be free? You know, you have to declare truth. What truth is that? And I said I'm just going down the line. So real life events is leading up to Ephesians 6 this morning. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. So as I went on yesterday, and took Shava to get her little girly thing together to the hairdresser. I was standing there making laughter with the security guard lady, whom that one morning at 5 a.m. in the morning was so tired and sleepy until there wasn't no way for her to even be thinking about trying to drive home. But the Holy Spirit said, oh, you need to go to Walmart at 5 a.m. in the morning. He says, you need to go to Walmart. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't need nothing from Walmart. I went and I looked. I had my cream for my coffee. I had everything, you know. The Holy Spirit kept pressing on me. And how he pressed on me, he said, an idea came to me that it may be something that he wants you to see, you know. So I thought about it. I said, you know, it's probably right, so... Let me go on down here. So I go down to Walmart, and I go in the back. Oh, and I get Leo some dog food. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't want him to wake up without dog food. You know, compassion for my animal. You know, my dumb brute. And so I go and I get the dog food, and I push the dog food on the counter. And the dog food went up from 32 to 42. Well, I wasn't no sense of putting it back because that's what my dog eats. You know, I mean, we we, 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 we we buy the best clothes for ourselves, and, you know, you don't want to feed your animal the best. So, but anyhow, as we're going down, uh, I, I, I'm talking to the lady, and I got the lady laughing so hard. She and I both laughed and tears coming out of our eyes. And, uh, and I'm talking spiritually, and I'm talking about Donald Trump. And she says, I really like. Now, she said, you and I have, I said, at 10 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock midnight, Clinton, Trump, Obama, all of them, Bernie Sanders, all of them that come, they're clinging champagne glasses together 
and pouring up wine, and the peoples are being hoodwinked. And she said, you think just like I think. And, boy, we was laughing. And I told her some more things that go on in the presidency that she ain't ever going to know about. You know, these people are not for you. You know, somewhere in America they have a Roman a Roman statue when this was founded upon Rome. America instituted and people were stolen from all around the world to build America. And it is what it is, it's history. Three thirty AD the Byzantines were the emperor of Rome. They came and they took Rome from the Byzantines, and the Byzantines were also Israelites. And they took these peoples and kicked them out of authority. How long do mankind actually believe that they can continue to kick humans around? And we're going on down. Boy, fell in a cage with the Silverback Gorilla in Cincinnati. Is it all right, sister? And the gorilla kind of grabbed him and drove him through the water kind of abruptly. I don't believe that the gorilla was going to hurt the boy. It's only a sign. Mankind misinterpret a sign. The boy's mother was not screaming. She was like, Jeremy, mommy is here. She was not, no. She, the gorilla, and the boy, that was a connection there. The gorilla, by no means, I don't see, I told my wife that tranquilizer would have took too long, and it may would have made him angry too, because he'd have felt that that that, that uh, impact. But first, what I can see, I wish I had a little more footage of been there. Uh, the little boy would walk right on away from the gorilla, and the, but the little boy didn't know where to walk to. He didn't fell off into the gorilla cage from off land down. So, who knows? But anyhow, the little boy, he is alive and home with his uh, family. And our gorilla is dead. Um, I don't know what could have happened. I'm only speculating. But as we're going on down, the water around the U.S. is running as if it don't have anywhere to go, and it's running out of its banks. We have so many cities around me, with 50 miles within, without 50 miles away from me. Some of these places are 25 miles away from me. The water was coming out of the banks and going all up into the people's homes. Some of the homes already submerged the Brazos River. Now, this is around me. I can get in my car, and I can drive for eight miles 
and my road is closed down. The main road, which is Highway 6, one of the main roads that lead from highway from one side of the, of the highway to the next connection, I-10 North, 59 South. On the 59 South corner, uh, you're going to go as far as Warden if you get that far. And, and, and the Brazos River is running out of his banks over there. On 10, when you go up uh, across the bridge over over 10, matter of fact, the bridge is shut down. You won't go over the bridge because the water has came up out of that that little slough, which is a part of Barker Cypress, and now that water has raged up on the bridge. And the bridge and the low, the low spots there in the bridge, they put the bridge down, and they put it like uh, 10 foot above uh, the water. So I'm just only bringing things up to the forefront that if the word of God tells us that we're going to have all these things for natives in Oklahoma, Kansas City, um, my brother-in-law reported the last time around that he had went to the store and my sister and grandbaby was in the car. And when he grabbed the store door, he heard that sound like a train. If you hear noise sounding like a train, you need to get somewhere. You need to get somewhere. Because if you don't, it's going to be some rumbling and some shaking. So my brother-in-law could get back in the truck, and he got back in the truck, and he grabbed hold of his wife and covered the grandbaby. And around that was all types of uh, um, debris flying, trees uprooting around him and everything. I'm just giving you real-life events as I'm going down to the Word because what I'm doing, I want you to see how that the earth, the Bible says that the sea will roar the seas are roaring, and it's because mankind has extract. They've been fracking, trying to fill in the void. When you take something out, when they take a teeth out of your mouth and you're trying to chew, it's kind of hard, you know, not to have your, your front teeth, side teeth, any teeth, anything missing. You know, God gave it, and he, 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 he placed it there, and now... It's not there any longer. Well, that's the way the earth is also. If you're taking minerals out of the earth and you're taking it out, you're taking it out so quick, fast, only for the dollar. Everything is about the dollar. Everything is about me. We want, I've got to get, and we've drifted so far away from, excuse me, please. We've drifted so far away from the intention of mankind and the reason for mankind being here, God, Yahshua, the Most High, he have a reason for allowing us to exist in the earth. We're not praying enough, family and friends. We're not praying enough. Holy Spirit spoke to me. The Holy Spirit said, like unto you, you trust me. You prayed that it wouldn't rain. You prayed that hell would never come, you know, in your neighborhood and surrounding areas where your people. All these years of me trusting the Lord, not trying to put 
that car in the garage, but leave it right there. I believe that if he gave it to me, that he's going to protect it. If hell come and beat it down, it's not because he couldn't, because I, I, I'm a believer this morning that he can. I want you all to know, family and friends, that, you know, we're living in peerless times. We're living in times that man has just went all out for wickedness and saying that, you know, God know and as if God went to sleep. And the only God these people are going to see is you. And if we're falling apart, if we're falling apart at the scene and we don't ever get up, we don't ever get up, how do we expect to lead the world back to the Most High when we ourselves we are who the Lord is going to use. He wants to use you this morning. He wants you to stand up and have faith to believe that if you call on it, we need to pray. We need to pray because the enemy is trying to establish a foothold. For too many years, I've heard the same word. They took prayer out of school. Yes, they took prayer out of you. But did they take prayer out of your home? Did it have an effect on your house when the prayer came out? No, it didn't. You should keep on praying and keep on studying the word because you have the answer. The world don't have the answer this morning, family and friends. You have the answer. As we're going on down, he's given us the power. Genesis one twenty six said he gave you dominion. And I really I really need for you all to really stand in faith. Because I'm trying to give you something that you need because there are so many things to come that you have not seen. This is why so many people they having headaches and they haven't, you know, I was at the dealership with the car, getting an oil chain. About 10, a young man, about 19, come and got me. And I said, good morning, son. He said, man, I just want to go home. I said, at 10 o'clock? I said, baby, what's the, what's the problem? He said, I can't hear. See, God, he, he, he has an appointment for you. He says, I can't hear. And that interests me. I was very concerned. We walked into his office, and I began to talk to him. And I asked him, so what do you have? What, what, how, how do you feel? He said, well, I, I see you have headaches. He said, now they come and go. He said, but I can't hear. He said, my daddy, is a, his daddy was some type of physician. He said he was going to look at it. And I told him, I said, no, baby. I said, God is going to do something for you today. I said, I'm going to talk to you, but I want you to have faith. I say, faith is just to believe it anyhow. I need for you to believe the things I'm going to say to you. I said, I'm first going to stretch forth my hand to you right now. I'm going to stretch my hand, and I'm going to believe God for your healing. 
from this moment that I stretch my hand, I want you to, I don't care what you feel, to believe that it's happening for you. And I told him about how that shaman, how that I couldn't breathe, you know, and, and, and the situations that we went through and how we came out. And uh, he was very, very, very attentive to the things I was saying. And by the time my wife, oh, she called me on the phone. I told her, I'm right now. I looked and I saw her standing down in another office. I said, I'm right over here. And uh, by the time she walked in the room, she said, well, what were you doing to him? <laughs> that boy was in a trance. The spirit of the Lord had put him in a trance. She said, well, what did you tell him? Because he was fixated. He was looking. He was just staring out. Said, yeah. That's God was restoring him. And then I gave him a scripture. I gave him a prescription. And the prescription was Isaiah 43. The best prescription you can give a person. And I told him, I need for you to read that. I need for you to believe that you can. It's already there. I said, I'm speaking a rhema. And so it was. And let me go back for a second about the Walmart. When we were in Walmart and we were read, uh that lady that I had laughing at night, I was up talking with her um, uh, uh, yesterday also. She was still standing there. And I said, you're doing 16 again. And she said, yeah. I said, well, you better remember them things I told you then so you can get your laugh on and remember to get your vitamin B. Take your vitamin B and make sure you get C and eat you some uh, green food, food of life. And anything you cook is already dead, so you need some live food. She said, yeah. So another lady walked past. She was kind of just stirred out. I said, ma'am, you all right? Can I help you? She said, no, I'm, I'm waiting for the... Uh, Eyeglass department to open up. They're not going to open up for 20 minutes. I said, oh, it's a lot to do in 20 minutes in, in, in Wally World. So I invited her into our conversation. I said, you know, and my conversation, I always start off in with real live events. I said, these are real live events. I said, you know, I was just talking to her and telling her how so heartless mankind have gotten me on earth and working here in Walmart, she can see the different peoples and the different style of people that are going in and out of the door, how some of them could care less, you know, about their own child, less long about, you know, you know, they let their children eat up stuff while they're in Walmart. The poor lady was, one lady one time was picking up behind these kids. She worked at Walmart. They were just eating up stuff. Well, she said she don't have authority. She can't tell them, you know, don't do that, you know. So, I got fed up because the kids got in my face like I don't have, like I can't say nothing to them, you know, and was just smiling, popping stuff open and dropping it all on the floor. I said, ma'am, would you please do something about the babies? Could you could you do something about your children, please? What are they doing? I said, ma'am, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm only saying that this lady is cleaning up behind them. I'm watching the kids drop everything, you know. But what do you got to do with it? I said, ma'am, I don't have anything to do with it. And, and the store full, and I'm trying not to not to go off on the woman, but she was biting on me so tough. I said, said she really, really, really edgy and everything. I got a lot to do with it. Are you paying for that? Are you going to pay for all that with them children and done? Are you the type of parent that allow your child to come up in the store and steal in the public eyes, and you stand at the register as if you don't see it? Now you need to do something about your children now. <laughs> Ooh, that lady cursed me. 
and left the groceries on this, left all her stuff on the counter. She probably was embarrassed, right? And she marched out of the store. And who did she see when she marched out of the store? She see me. And I said, ma'am, I certainly want to apologize. I didn't, I didn't intend and I did not mean for it to become drastic as it was. But please forgive me. Another guy met me on the way to the car. He said, you did right. <laughs> she didn't think I did right, though. So moving on back down, uh, the lady right there that was waiting, she said, no, I was on my way to church. She said, it probably saved my life. She said, I was on my way to church, and this was on the news. She said, and when I turn, so I go to the neighborhood. I spy trucks up there blocking the road. I go up to the neighborhood. And she go to the neighborhood. She get on down to the neighborhood, close to Memorial. Uh, all of a sudden, the police down behind this car. Tell her, go on, go to the right, go to the right, and shoot. Two men with, with M50 rifles out there just shooting. They just shot two people. The police went sure got several bullets in it. Bless his heart. God protected him. He lived. He got shot. And on and on and on. And she said, and so she was standing there talking to me. And I was saying, oh, my God, God know how to save those that are here. And so she started talking about Joel Osteen. She said, Joel Osteen, her sister said that Joel Osteen is not strict enough, you know, and my sister, she's a, a, a born-again believer, you know, all in all. Then she gets down and said, I just lost my mother to cancer. And I began to tell her that my mother defeated cancer now about 40 years. She defeated her with the word. She, my mother defeated cancer with the word. She put the word. She believed the word. She didn't eat no meat. She, uh, uh, she didn't feed the cancer. And she's still alive. She's 77. So I've said all the things I said this morning to bring you to the forefront is that are we living in the last days or not? You know, we are living in the last days. There are so many things that I've noticed in society. I see uh, yesterday, Sharma and I, we had, uh, we were cruising, as Sharma called it. And I wind up down the street where everybody comes to him. You know, if you, like, really party and get your party on, you go on West Timer Street. All the way down West Timer, all the way down West Timer, almost to maybe about a mile, not even that for a half a mile before you get into the main street of, of town, you have these different clubs. And these clubs are gays and straight clubs and straight peoples and people with a bunch of bobs on their faces and stuff and peoples that have disfigured their bodies and have tattooed up their bodies have became a mirror for society. And the music will boom, 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 boom. And I hear that same music and them guys in the car playing their music. Uh, you know, they play that same beat everywhere. The Hispanics have the same beat. Everybody have the same beat. All the peoples are beaten to this one type of beat. And I'm listening to it, and, I'm, and I tell Shaman, Shaman is very intriguing. Shaman said, let's go over there. I said, that's a club and a bar, Shaman. She said, they won't know. <laughs> I said, Shaman, why you want to go over there? She said, I like the music. I said, I like the music too, Shaman, but I know that that music is being played from a different drama. It's being played from 
the drama to lure people in to destroy their lives. And we are not trying to win the enemy this morning. We want to win these people that are being hoodwinked and swindled and tricked. You know, you've got to have a word this morning to stand on. You can't base this relationship on, hallelujah, you being a good old boy, a good old girl. Uh, many truck drivers wasn't saved, and they said, uh, well, I, 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 I've raised a good family. I've worked, and I've paid for three cars. My home is paid for. They begin to give me the facts of life. In actuality, I really want to know, you understand me, what have you done for the kingdom that you should be able to stand before an almighty, sovereign God? Hallelujah. There's something that must be done today in order for you to stand, family and friends. You could be faithful in tithing, faithful in giving, faithful in seeing, faithful in all these things above. But he said, if you don't have charity, you're nothing but a twinkle symbol. I don't know why it's so hard for us to understand that there is a need in everyone's life. There is a need. And if it wasn't a need, you wouldn't be here listening to me with my redundant self. You wouldn't be listening to me. I'm listening to your needs this morning. And the Holy Spirit keeps telling me, get the people to care for one another. Get them to see about the other person that they be taking note of. Get them to see. Go and talk to them. You know, make conversation some kind of way. You know, find out what their needs are. Because your needs are only only going to get met through someone else's needs. He said, as you would that men should do unto you, do you even also unto them? For this is the law and the prophet, Matthew 7 and 12. So everything is pinned with a pen of iron. Everything has already been established. Everything has already been set in stone. But the Lord is saying to me this morning that we have not cared for one another like we should. You know, and it, you know it's a sad indictment. Robin Lynn have over 2,000 people that have connected with her, that have told her they like her profile, you know, they, they, I like this, I love you. But in actuality, I don't hear none of y'all getting in her face and telling her nothing. It's all done, it's all done behind the scenes. Bring it to the front line and let my sister know you love her. My sister have her moments. We all have our moments. Me, I have them every day, but I only have them now because I'd be laughing about it because I'm not taking anything to heart that anyone does. I'm not, I don't care what they do or what they see. I am set for the course. I know the most High wants me to continue on my journey, doing what he has given me to do, and not be swayed, sidetracked. Either they do or they don't. You, you, you is or you ain't. They're you know, straight up. This keeps me in the straight and narrow by me coming and bringing the word and talking. It keeps me in the straight and narrow. He wants to keep you. He wants to keep us. 
in the straight and narrow. And the only way we can do that is that we have to continue, continue doing, doing it his way. If we do it the way the Father said do it, I promise you, We're going to come back with our prayer. I think my internet wants to play with me, but that's okay. We're just grateful this morning. Prosper. 
we stand on the word of God this morning, Satan. He's our shield and our buckler. Hallelujah. We trust in him. Hallelujah. And we trust that you, Satan, will be destroyed. Hallelujah. By the brightness of his countenance. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, Lord, in Christ Jesus, we ask you, according to John 14, 13, 14, to destroy the enemy. Satan, you are defeated, and you are defeated, folks, right now. Sickness, disease, confusion, hallelujah, we take authority over it right now. You cannot defeat us. You are defeated, hallelujah, by the authority and the power given to us, hallelujah. In Luke 10, 19, I command you to leave right now, Satan, according to Mark 16, 17. I loose you to the abyss to dry places with all your minions, with all your demons. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to call in John 14, 13, to destroy all the works, all the dark destruction that comes with the enemy. Cleanse me, cleanse my people this morning in your precious blood. Heal us this morning, Father. Restore us right now. Fill us up in your glory right now, Father. I ask you to shut all the money doors that needs to be shut and seal them so that the enemy, Satan, can never come through them again. Father, we thank you this morning. We ask you to loose your angels over us in this place to guard and protect us, our animals and the land from the storm that are raging now, Father, from the enemy, hallelujah, for coming back again. We bind it up right now, take authority over it right now, Father, hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you, Father, that we can stand in the gap for our peoples and uh, all of these lands, Lord, where the waters are coming out of our banks, Father. Lord, we speak to the infirmity. We speak to the atmosphere. We decree and declare, God, that these waters will go back outshore, Lord, and there'll be no life, loss, no destruction to property. We bind the hand of the wicked one. And we, your people, we repent this morning, Father. We ask you to have mercy upon them, as you also have had mercy upon us here in Houston, Texas, out in the Sugar Land area, Father. We thank you, Father, Lord God, that we're standing out for these people, Lord, around the world, Lord, until they come into your glory this morning and realize that the enemy cannot do us any harm, Lord. We're not fearful of the enemy, Father, but you own everything, and we are your prized possession, and we thank you this morning that we are covered in your blood this morning, and the enemy cannot defeat us, neither will we bow down. We give you praise, glory, and honor right now in the most high. You are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. Hallelujah. He's our own time, God. Yes, he is. Amen. We want to take a look this morning in Ephesians. You all right, honey? Well, wake Sham up. Wake her up. I told you we're not letting her sleep all day. Wake her up. Uh, no, Leo brought to somebody in the neighbor's mailbox. Come on, let me see who's going. Come and watch me, old I let him outside, honey. 
and thank you all for your patience. I was wrong. He wasn't in the mailbox. He was inside the mailbox. Hallelujah. It just looked like he was. Excuse me. I thank the Lord this morning. We were going over to Ephesians 6 and 10, and I want to show you here that we're not in a battle with direct forces. And the only way that we're going to be able to see the defeat if we're going to have to do it the way the Word of God says do it. You cannot be victorious, neither can you walk as a defeated fool if you don't put on these type of equipment. You know, you can pray. The young lady um, uh, that told me about her mother had a breast cancer and her mother had passed away. You know, I began to bring it home and told her, you know, it could be hereditary. What if that thing is trying to continue on? You know, I said, you're going to have to stand on his word, you know, starting in Genesis where he said he's giving you dominion. Then he tells us in Matthew 18 that we have to bind these things. You know, I, I hope I'm talking to someone this morning. I hope I hope that you all uh, take scriptures and take note of the things that I say because I'm, 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 I'm doing real live events every day of my life. I'm meeting people. I'm going places. I see very dangerous situations. I'd be caught up in things, but only to show the love of the Father. That's the only reason I'm here on this line is to give you all events so you won't say that, you know, he, he can preach that because he's sitting on a, on a cattle on a thousand hills and, and he, he, he's blessed and all this. No, it's not so much that I'm sitting in this neck. I'm sitting in the spirit realm with this. I'm sitting in the spirit realm as I go through life and I see these events and things that are happening around me and in the life of peoples around me. I'm looking at these things and I'm saying, wow, Lord have mercy. If only they knew the word. You see? So as I explained to the young lady about breast cancer, that yes, same as high blood pressure, diabetes and everything else, it's just a curse. It's just a curse that the enemy wants to use as a fear tactic to put up on people. You know, when, when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, um, certainly it hit me hard. It hit my sisters in them hard, but I learned something from that. And what I learned from that is when it hit me so hard in my chest, I'm now nearly having a heart attack. You know, my sister running down to me. Mother's in the hospital now. They found a cancer. It's just all of a sudden. This is nothing that she was going for checkup and all that stuff. This is she must have had gotten sick, and my sister rushed her to the hospital in the medical center, and she wind up in MD Anderson. MD Anderson, you know, of course, is a cancer a research hospital. And um, my sister called me. Uh, you need to get out of here quick. Mama have cancer. They got her in there, and blah 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 blah. And she's running down to me so quick, so they hit me so fast until. I was holding my chest, spinning around, and that was a five-gallon bucket on the ground. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He's a on-time God. Friends, you all need to listen to me. Spoke to me and said, sit down. Already my eyes had focused on the bucket. I flipped the bucket upside down, and I sat down. 
And as I sat down, the Holy Spirit ministered to me, and the Holy Spirit said, there's nothing you can do in person that you can't do right now. I mean, spoke to me just as plain as day. And the thing come to me was to bind. Matthew 18 was to bind the spirit of infirmity, bind that unclean spirit, cancel the assignment of that spirit. It didn't stop my mother from going through chemo, but it sure rid her of all the cancer. Not one time have a word remission ever came in the 40 years of her being free from cancer. Because why? You can be healed or you can be made whole. And we counseled an assignment of counsel. Not anyone else in my family, you know, praise God, amen, I knock on heaven's door. And it can't come. It cannot come because it's been bound up. We bound it. And when we bound it here on earth, he bound it in heaven. Anyone listening to me this morning, I'm only talking from experience because I want you to see that whatever your situation is, whatever you faced up against, you don't have to wage no war. All you need to do is believe that this cannot come nigh me. You said 10,000 shall what fall at my right side? Only with my eyes shall I see the reward of the wicked. He said, you're going to see it. He said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So there, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. These are valleys of death. These are situations that's out to take your life. Are you listening this morning? Ephesians 6 and 10, it says, finally, after apostles have done all that talking, all that witnessing and testifying, he said, you threw a process. He said, finally. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the trickery of the devil. Why would the Most High tell us to stand, tell us to be strong? He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, not in your own wisdom, not in your own might, not in your own counsel, not in your own mind, not in your thinking. Be strong. Cast all your cares upon me. Be strong in the Lord. In the power of his might. Have no faith in the flesh. Have no faith in a friend. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. Cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden. Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. All these scriptures imply that you need to come to me. 
You need to trust in me this morning. You need to let me wear to this wall. You need to let me handle this battle because you're dealing with carnal things, but I am spiritual, and this is a spiritual warfare. Sickness, disease is worn in the spirit realm. Not worn in you going over, taking your knives and guns and stuff and uh, reconciling things. You can't reconcile this one. This one can only be worn in the spirit. Your children, your husband, your wife, your possessions, your land, only in the, yes, in the flood also. Yeah, in the flood, you can become victorious. I've been through it, water up to my chest, looking for my children. Been there, done that, lost it all. But I still held on to him. I held the purpose. It says here in the 11th of the 6th chapter of Ephesians, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, verse, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. And we've been killing people. And if we were getting rid of the problem, only to find out that you still got the problem, have an even worse problem now. Problem has escalated to be now that murder, and, and, and now you're on the run. Some of us murder one another with our mouths. Some of us put our mouth on people to say things that we are not to say. And when the very thing that you said, it turns around and becomes your meal deal, then you try to figure out why. why. It's because of whatsoever you sow, you're going to reap. You don't sow nothing, you ain't going to get nothing. Now, I might well tell it like it is. So the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And the Holy Spirit said that if you don't declare like Jeremiah, like Joshua, like Ezekiel, if you don't declare truth like they declare, you know, he said, I got all type of preachers preaching for me. He said, you don't have to worry about what they do. If you would do the assignment that I told you to do, Perhaps it may even persuade him. He said, don't hold back anything. He said, if you can find the scripture, if it's documented, he said, and if it's my spirit, then you tell it like it is, and then let the chips, you know, wherever they, wherever they may, you know, let them lay. And it's because we need to really, really, really get to the nitty-gritty of things in, in, in this life. You know, this life and dispensation of time has come to an end. We're in the end time. When you see nations rising against nations, when you see earthquake and all these things coming up on the land, the Bible says in the 24th chapter of Matthew, see, you all are listening to me. If this book could not be true and exact, why why they banned it? Why they banned it for over 50 countries? You know, why is it banned? Because it does damage to the kingdom of darkness. It brings on light on darkness, and darkness has to leave the scene. Yes, family and friends, this is the only book, hallelujah, that is read mostly than any other book in the world. If it's the leading read book, number one book, you can go into hotels and find this book. 
You can go into the library and find this book. You can go to you can go anywhere, and this book will be hid away somewhere because they know that someone like you, I, gonna come looking for this book. I have nothing to say about any other book that was penned by any other man for any other reason. I'm only talking about this book. There are many other books that, amen, that have duplicated, have have ran a copy off from this book. But I'm interested in this book because this is a book that my my spirit man can agree with. I can actually see Matthew 24 in place right now. I can see also, hallelujah, uh, uh, Matthew 18, that if you bind that thing up right there on the spot, it'll stop. You know, instead of us using the word of God this morning over our situation, we're using physical forces. We're calling the ambulance, the police department. We're calling on the dog catcher, everything and everybody. We're calling on them. Last night I was outside pulling weeds out of my flower bed, and I saw a little dog walk by, and Leo was in the garage. Leo don't chase dogs anyhow, but I had the light off in the garage. And the dog walked by, and he was minding his own business. And, and, and he, somebody had put a bandana on the dog, and the dog was walking like he was on a mission. So I didn't call him. I didn't say nothing. Leo didn't say nothing. And you can see that this dog was about his business. You know, you need to take note of things that you see. You, you, you need to just look around you sometime and just take a minute. Look up in the clouds and get a picture. And neighbor came and showed me a picture of an eye, and you can see a big, thick eyelash over this eye. You see things like that. You know, this neighbor came to me uh, Saturday morning, and he reached in his wallet and pulled out $20. He said, this $20 is for speaking a blessing over me. I said, you're going to get 22 He got 19 toes. He, he's a record grinder. He got 19 toes, and I told him he'll get 22 He don't wait till he gets 22 for he blessed it. He come and bless me because he knew that when I blew that show up, when I told him I'm going to bless you real good, he saw that. He heard that. He acted upon that. Now that has given me an opportunity to minister to him more on if you want to see God do more for you, look, start reading this right here. Do this. This is ministry. It's about you having something that someone else don't have when you're able to. Share with them. I'm not talking about money, your stuff. I'm talking about something out of your heart this morning, something where you're concerned. I saw him struggling. The Holy Spirit said, no. You talk to him about faith. And I told him, I said, don't worry, man. You're going to get the job you want. I want you to just believe. Keep on going. Next week, you're going to have a job. And sure, he do. You know, I'm talking about going and taking the gift that the Lord has given you and bestowing that gift upon somebody else. You know, I was out Saturday going to my mom to uh, bring her some things, and, and, and I just happened up down the street, and that was a lady with uh, 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 four kids, three, three girls and one boy, a young lady, probably about 23. And she was standing there, and who was up on the car. She said, man, what's wrong with the car? She said, for some reason, it just started running hot. And it was a a, a Droids Magnum uh, Chrysler, whatever it is. But anyhow, they have bleeder valves on it. And I see somebody had put a new thermostat uh, uh, housing on it. 
and everything. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, there's nothing wrong with a car. It's got air in the system. Well, it's got a little valve on top of it. You can open the valve and crank the car, and, and you all listening to me. You may have the same problem. You can have air in your system. It's the same when you have gas in your body. It's better pass somewhere. So the same thing with this car. If this car has this amount of air in it, it's not going to allow that water to circulate through the engine, through the radiator. It goes through the top water hole, down through the motor, through the block, back up through the bottom radiator, and it just does a revolution, blah, blah, blah. So anyhow, I opened it up for and uh, I was talking to the kids. The kids was very, very, very cool. They were they were young kids, but they all they all intrigued me and blessed me. But the, they did so many things that had me laughing. The mother had put a cup, a big cup, McDonald's soda water, she had two or three cups, had two of them on the top. Well, I noticed that this one slid off the top and slid straight in there on the kids, and the two girls was in the seat, and they just talked. You know, maybe one of them was like. Uh, 18 months, and, and uh, see, one was like three and 18 months, and, blah, blah, blah. and it fell over there on the baby, on the youngest one, and the head was sitting there too. And uh, I said, hey, you better get around here and do something about all this soda water and waste it on these babies. And I, I got the baby up out of it and uh, handed it to him in the back seat. So I think it was probably the sister of somebody. And... Um, She's getting ready to bust the key, and I said, "No, you remember you placed them up on the top of the car." She looked, and one was still. I said, "You better get there and put it slide down." And man, I was laughing. The first thing that made me laugh was the little girl in the back seat. One of the other girls in the back seat was drinking her Slurpee, and she just she just let it all come back out of her mouth into the cup. I said, "No, you didn't. I was just in the act for you, son." And man, the little girl, she had it running out of her lips. She was just looking at me. She was about three. Like, idiot, you should have said something. That's the look she gave me. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it back at you. <laughs> and so I went on. Uh, I got the water started bleeding, the air coming out of the system and everything. And I goes around there to the other side. And the, and the little boy, the little boy was probably about seven. He just being destructive of all outdoors. He's got his shirt wrapped around his mother door handle, just yanking on her on the car. I said, get yourself up in that car. Quit trying to tell your mama car when I'm trying to get it running. And uh, uh, he got in the car. They, they, they're very malleable kids. But the thing that took me the most was when I finished, when I finished doing the car, and it got in the air, the air condition was on, and they were all in the car, and the mother was just standing there. I was on the passenger side. And the and the and the, the four year old, she says, uh, the oldest of the girls, she says, uh, and you have a you have a wonderful day here. And she looked at me and she had her teeth together with a lips with a big old smile. Her teeth, pretty little teeth, were just lined it up, looking like little piranha teeth at me. And I, I got out of the car, put my face to her face. I said, and I, and I want to thank you very much, baby. <laughs> and I had the most beautiful laugh that day, helping that young lady with her car. And I told her, I said, here's my telephone number. I don't I don't precisely work on calls, but I may can help you some kind of way or another. I said, and all this was done as a gift from the most high. I said, now let me lay hands on you, chillings, 
So I laid hands on the kids by the rebellious spirit, Lucifer's anointing on them, blah, blah, blah. Laid hands on the adults and everything. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about finding an opportunity where you can give this love that he has given us, where you can be able to give it to somebody. You know, he wants us to walk in love, but he wants us to do what this word is saying. Put on you some armor this morning. The reason you need the armor of the Lord is because all these diseases, he said, I will put none of these diseases, Deuteronomy 28 chapter, I'll put none of these diseases upon you. I'll put upon the uh, the Egyptian. Then he said, I'm not going to put this on you, so now listen to me now. If there's a rebellious spirit in your home because of your children lost your respect, I may even, this is just the way it is, you know, uh, um, raised up the wrong way and uh, uh, generational curse. Uh, the Lord had to deliver me from a few generational curses that was in my family line, you know, and I want to tell you that he is a deliverer and he know how to deliver, but we have to come to him. If you don't ever come to the Father and ask him, he he know who you are. You don't have to tell him. The man at the pool that we talked about uh, Friday, uh, he didn't start telling the Lord, I've been here for 38 years. He tried to, but the Lord said, take up your bed more. And he had faith. He had faith in that he was going to walk out this thing. And he did. He walked out. And we, too, we have a word of faith this morning uh, found in Ephesians. We were told what to do. We came down to the 12th verse where it says, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, excuse me, against power, against the ruler of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil days. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. See, there are certain things you're going to have to do, my sister, my brother. You can't walk around and then did something to someone else, uh, gave the wrong, you know, you someone asks you for your opinion, and you sit there and you become a critic. No, you shouldn't be a critic, even though the person uh, uh, did do wrong. We're not to judge unrighteousness. We have, we'll give a righteous judgment, but he wants us, he said, and, 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 and what is it, John 1? Uh, sister, what is uh, somebody, what, what does it say in John 1? Uh, uh, I think it said, blessed is the man that standing not in the counsel of the ungodly, neither standing in the way of the sinner. We need to get this book, you know, and I'm so glad about it. And I thank God for you all, the listeners. Are you patiently? Listen at me because I'm very redundant and I'm this away because that's how it got in my head. I kept hearing that preacher just drilled, that preacher just drilled, just drilled us. Mom and them gave us, mom and them just drugged us, boy. To if if you could go to if you could have been committed and sinners for taking your children to church too many times, then they were guilty of it. 
Our people was very guilty of just every service. They were searching people. They were seeking people. They really, really wanted the Lord in their life. And look where we at today. We've gotten so far away from the word. So we have the slightest idea, excuse me, of what to do in time like these. And this is why I try and stay focused on giving you stuff concerning conversion because you first need to be converted before you can even be delivered. People think that deliverance comes first. I must see myself. I must know that, oh, uh, I don't have to live this way. My mind transformed. Romans, uh, 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 no, it's uh, uh, second, first Corinthians 12. Uh, Godly shall bring forth repentance until you realize that you know, you have not done you have not done the will of the Father. You have not walked in righteousness and truth until you realize you're never ever going to get your life into a place that it needs to be. And I'm talking to you plain because I want you to know because I'm out every day and I'm dealing with everything. There's another lady who called had run hot. On my way over to uh, Minister uh, uh, Shaw to go up on the corner and blow the chauffeur, he called me. He told me our brothers was out preaching, and uh, he had asked me to come and blow the chauffeur. And, uh, excuse me, please forgive me. And the lady was there, and I stopped, car running hot. I told her that she had ruined her engine because she ran it too hot, and, and water was coming out the tailpipe. I said, do you know anyone with AAA? She said, I don't know nobody. I don't have nobody. I don't, I, everything was just negative. She said, I prayed. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit told me, said, you know, just go on and go where you're going. Because I talked to her and I tried to tell her, you know, you, you have someone, but you, you, you study saying you don't have, I don't. And as long as you speak in Mark 11, 24, it's just speak to your mountain, whatever you say, you're going to have what you say. So I could never change her speech and get her to see that, you know, you don't know what could happen. Somebody's going to help you. I said, I'll, on my way back, I'll pass back through. On my way back, I was going down another street, and the Holy Spirit brought it to my members. You make sure you pass back through. I got ready to make a left turn up in there where they were at. The Holy Spirit said, just wave and go on by. And I did that. They were still sitting there. She was sitting there. The older guy and looked like his wife was in another car. Someone else had pulled up. But no one is going to be able to help her. And it looked like she had gotten no help, and it had just begun to be dust dark. It was about 845. So I say that to you this morning, that if you would act upon the things that I'm telling you this morning, that young man at the dealership uh, that couldn't hear, I promise you, when I get back through there again, he's going to say, oh, yeah, when you left, immediately I was here before you left. I believe that. I believe that. Here on this line, if you believe and have faith in the things that I'm saying, I'm speaking straight out of your book, uh, this book. If you can only believe the things that I'm reading and the things that I'm speaking, you can overcome. You can have victory this morning. You can have the victory in your understanding. You don't have to be trodden down. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Three slow songs, three points in the conclusion. Worship must come from a place that's deep. It must come from a place that's from our heart. So as we worship God, you know, forget about the person that's next to you. Forget about the worship leader. I know we're in television, but it's almost for that moment. You must forget about the television, and you must focus on one thing. You must focus on the Father. It's more than just a natural thing. It's a supernatural encounter with God, being one with the Father. Here's what I love about being one with the Father. There are, there are tangible results. When we're one with the Father, God will begin to speak to our hearts. There are things I've prayed about for years, and as I end up being one with the Father, God gives me revelation of things that I would need counsel on. And even sometimes I read the scripture on. But until I become one with him, my heart, my mind agrees with his. Instead of him saying, instead of me saying, Lord, this is my plan, would you bless it? I say, Lord, what's your plan? It's already blessed. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. There's freedom for that. We have already invited Oh, <laughs> 
that, Father, they can do what you sent them to do because you watch over your word daily to perform it. Now, Father, we ask you to keep us as we go down from the line, never to go from your presence. Keep your mighty hand upon us, and we'll give you all praise, glory, and honor in the Most High. See you With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.